The Stur Valley is a beautiful rural area where much of the landscape is farmed and many local people live in small villages and market towns. For visitors, this gives endless opportunities to enjoy delicious and seasonal local produce and support the local economy at the same time. The grazing landscape of the Stur Valley has meant a number of high-class local livestock farms have been established over many years and farming in the area generates a great selection of food. Visitors can enjoy locally produced brands and organic produce, which reduces food miles and benefits the local environment, and local farm shops which help give the producers a fair price for their goods. There is a feeling when you're, when you're travelling through the Stur Valley, it is, it is a feeling of, of, of luxury, of quality. You're in, you're in, you know you're in a great place. You feel steeped in, in the ambience, in the culture or whatever it is that goes on there, just as you would if you went to any other known region in the, in the world. And actually food is just, a, it's just such an important part of the experience that you have when you're in those places. And again, it comes back being able to go to a great village pub, being able to go and actually buy great local produce and things like that. And the, you know, the, the stuff that we've got is magnificent. So, yeah, it's that feeling of being in the place and having, having the produce of the place is all part of that experience. So I'm Justine Paul and I am the founder of Suffolk Market Events um, and so we run a number of monthly farmers markets in the region um, as well as the Taste of Sudbury Food and Drink Festival and a number of other one-off food events and food markets. Um, we're based here in Little Cornard uh, which is just outside Sudbury um, a couple of minutes walk from the river. We've both grown up in families where we uh, like eating, uh, love food. Um, my, my parents both grew a lot of veg. My grandma was a big gardener. Um, Alex's mum's a big cook, home cook. Um, but neither of us liked, neither of us particularly liked fussy food. We like really good food that's essentially using really good ingredients. Uh, and I think really good ingredients means local and seasonal. I'm Ian from Bee House Honey. So I run around about 250 hives over 20 locations. So I have bees in quite small villages, uh, right the way up for the Norfolk Suffolk borders, going through Berries Tedmans, and lovely little villages like uh, Tilbury Juxtaclare and uh, Steeple Bumstead and Great Yeldham and Halstead and places like this in Belgium St Paul so I've got basically bees all over Suffolk Essex borders and then all I do is I spin the honey off and I pop the honey in the jars and it's all raw it's very very coarsely filtered it's not heated it's not blended and every time I'm here just you get quite a few different types of honey and they look completely different and yeah customers uh, uh, you know always have something uh, a different choice every time they come really Yeah, I'm Sid Desley. I've got um, I own Phoenix Smokery, which is a, a smokehouse based in stock in Essex. So we smoke a whole range of, of products, whether across fish, meat products, dairy, cheeses, and various pantry items. So we do in excess of 50 different products, um, including some sort of interesting ones like uh, comfy duck shepherd's pies and, and that type of thing as well. Everything is smoked by hand um, in small batches from Smokery. So I 
pretty much do everything myself there at the moment. We do a range of 20 different cheese, smoked cheeses, um, which is probably the largest range of smoked cheeses anywhere in the country, to be honest. Hi, my name's Louise Griffiths. Uh, we run a company, myself and my husband, um, a company called Toss and Bangers. We produce gourmet sausages, um, chorizo, scotch eggs, sort of pork pies and that kind of thing. Basically, mostly pork, but not always pork. We do beef, game and lamb. Um, we're based in uh, Great Tottenham in Essex, which is uh, near Malden, between Malden and Tiptree, so basically Malden salt, Tiptree jam, so we're in the middle. Um, yeah, it's good, it's all good. We've been running since 2002, um, and it's basically myself, my husband, the kids work for us like, on occasion, if we can get them away from the Xbox. Yeah, mostly farmers markets, um, big sh uh, food shows in the summer. So we do all the fa um, young farmers markets and uh, a lot of those kind of agricultural shows and things like that. Hi, yeah, I'm Tim, Tim Nash, and my business is called the Ten Sheds Bakehouse. And as you can probably guess from that, I make bread uh, with a focus on making sourdoughs and very traditionally made breads. As far as possible, all of, well, in fact, all of the flour that I use comes from marriages in Chelmsford and a huge amount of the flour that I get from them comes within a 30 mile radius of Chelmsford. So we try not to use any flour that's shipped in from abroad, we try to make sure all the flour is English flour. My name's Karen, um, I'm the owner of Complete Caterers. Um, we offer a farmer's market range for um, Suffolk markets, so we do pies and pastries, savouries, um, sausage rolls, quiches, anything home-baked and savoury. Um, we also have another branch to our business which is um, Mediterranean street food, so we offer paella and tapas and um, we have a history of living in Spain, so that's where that comes from. So yeah, that's who we are. We have quite strict guidelines on our markets. Um, they are genuinely local, so every producer uh, or maker, whether they, they've brewed it, baked it, butchered it, foraged it, um, they come from within a 30 mile radius of the market. Um, so food miles, and, and, and to be honest with you, most of them come from much nearer than 30 miles. I mean, a lot of the guys at our markets come from the village that the market is held in or a surrounding village. So food miles are pretty much non-existent. Um, and, and at every market, you meet the producer. So the person who's selling is the person who's produced the product. Um, so there are no middlemen. And if you want to know anything about what you're about to buy, you ask the person who's selling it to you and they can tell you. And I think people care about that. People want to know uh, about the origins of their food. I don't know if that's... I wouldn't necessarily say that that's uh, specific to this area. I think that's specific to the customers that come to farmers markets. They want to know about the food that they're about to buy. People enjoy this kind of environment because once you can come here and you can talk to the people that actually have enough passion to actually make it. And then that's a good thing, you know, rather than just going to, you know, your local supermarket and most of it comes from abroad and you don't know where it comes from, really, quite frankly. From a personal point of view, probably 85% of our trade is return custom. You know, people come because it's a fantastic product, you know, and they, that's what they want. They want, and it's good every time. You want consistency, and to be honest, you know, people buy into you, not only what you sell, but, you know, so if you're personable and you can, you know, 
it's all good, it all works. I think the, the, the personal aspect of it, you know, I, I only run one market, so I come out, I've always come out. So it's not as if I have eight different stalls and you put eight different people on it because a lot of the time it's, it's you as a person that is the one to, people want to see as well. So you're the face behind the product. So I've never really sold to shops. Obviously, with the, I said with the lockdown, you've had to change, you know, because we've had no market. So I'm fully reliant on markets to sell the products. But customers have called me up, you know, we've had home deliveries, which I've never really done hugely, but send items to the post and it just forces you to to adjust, really, with the climate. Um, I think a lot of people, more people want to go online, um, but they still know me as a person. I'm the one behind the business, you know. If you're just honest and you've got a good price point and you're not over-egging the honey, because some people sell honey in smaller jars for a lot, lot more, so mine's £5 a pound, you know, uh, which is quite a reasonable price, whereby you get smaller jars for six, seven, eight pounds So I think you have to look after everyone. And my prices have never gone up. I've always stayed the same. Um, you know, you get material costs that can go up. You get <laughs> different things, but you just absorb it because... I don't know, you've got to look after the customers, haven't you? You know, they're, they're, they're your pay point. And they will support you through good times and bad times. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice market. I mean, we've been doing this one for probably 12, 13 years. So there's, it's, uh, it's got a good kind of following. And it, also there's quite a lot of uh, tourist trade here in Lavenham because a lot of people come for the weekends. And it's a really pleasant market. It, it's, there's a lot of people that are knowledgeable on food. Um, from my point of view, it's great because if people are interested in food, you know, we're happy to sort of chat about the food and where it's come from and explain to people what we're doing, how we smoke and, and all those sorts of things. And um, quite a few people, we were just opening a, a coffee shop and a restaurant at the smokery. So um, quite a few people have been quite interested in, in that as we're launching it next week. So it's been, it's been great. Most of our work comes through recommendation and through repeat custom. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's, uh, it is very, yeah. And also it grows organically that way. Um, and you get some longevity. You know, you're not sort of... It, it, it's about the food and people enjoying it rather. You know, obviously it's a business and we need to make money. Um, but there has to be a healthy balance. So for me, that's, that's really important. Um, Mike Townrow from Assington Fruits in Assington. We are a very small soft fruit grower, mainly strawberries. We supply mainly to the local market via about five or six different wholesale channels who then sell the fruit on to restaurants, pubs, village shops, um, cooperatives, um, farm shops, etc. In, in the area. So we, we, they stay reasonably local within the sort of Stour Valley. I'm Dan, Dan Ashdown. I'm, um, I'm a local market trader in Sudbury, Suffolk. Uh, I've been doing it for about eight years now. Um, I should mention the business is called Water's Edge Provisions and I sell local free range eggs which was how the business pretty much started over 25 years ago. Dried fruit and nut, a mixture of herbs and spices, um, things like 
porridge oats, muesli, local apple juice, local honey. So three very distinctive local produce. Very proud to stock that. When people visit Sudbury, and you know when you've got a tourist because they're standing a little bit further away from the stall, generally on a Saturday, and they'll say, oh, they're looking at the honey, or they're looking at the apple juice. And if they're staying local and they're camping or self-catering, they're going to buy some of the fruit and nut and possibly some of the eggies for breakfast, you know. So the provenance to them visiting is perhaps more in the front of their buying than it is a local person, only because, like I say, the local people are used to it. Especially where we are, where we live in this Stour Valley area, and. Um, people are interested to know the providence, to know where their meat, where their veg, where their fruit comes from. And, and so we label a lot of our punnets of strawberry, to say it's Suffolk, to say it's Assington. Um, I think people are becoming more and more aware or want to know that it's either from Suffolk or whether it's from the UK. I actually never really talk to my customers about that because it's just something that's really, really important to me and it's about, it is about what we do. Um, I think getting food miles down is one of the things that we've got a chance to do something about. So uh, I'll do everything I can to make sure that it's, uh, yeah, everything we can source is going to be as close to home as we can possibly make it. I think where food comes from, how it's produced, I think it's completely changed over the last even five years and I think it's only going in one direction. Um, I think because of the, not because of the bad press of the supermarkets or the big kind of commercial shops, but I think people want more unique tastes and maybe they don't want the, the mass produced, finely filtered, maybe something that's produced aesthetically in a certain way. You know, I always have maybe nine different types of honeys, which obviously customers can ch uh, choose from. But because they're, they are produced in very, very small batches, maybe 30, 40 jars to a batch, then the taste is completely different. So I spent many years working in a, a big, large um, American corporation. So when I started the smokery, it came out of the back of 10, 12 years of a hobby. Um, and it's important to me that we actually stock good produce. There's no point in trying to smoke poor produce because the product is, is poor. Um, and the most important thing is that we keep the, the quality of the, the product so that when we have a dark product, you still taste the dark, it's still the star. You know, our smoking is, is quite low and slow. It's, it's fairly um, subtle smoking. It's, it's not sort of like too much in your face. Um, so it's very important and, and more and more with, with customers it's exactly the same. More customers are asking us where we buy, where we buy our, our products from, where we source our meat, where we source our salmon, even our cheeses. I mean we buy um, probably 80% of our cheeses come direct from the creameries. Um, so that's only something we're able to do as we get busier and we, we produce more. We're able to go to the, the creameries direct so we know exactly where pretty much all of our products are coming from. For me, what's really important is that Sudbury manages to maintain its unique character and its vibrancy. 
and actually it has got it's got a wonderful character and people want to go to Sudbury and being able to go to the markets there I think is a really important thing for people to carry on doing so I'll do everything I can to try to get to maintain Sudbury as a as a hub, as a, as, a, as a point where people want to go to engage with local produce and local food and local producers and local beer as well, you know, not forgetting you know, the likes of Maldens and Nethergate and people like that who do great, great work there too. I was supposed to be taking sort of retirement but it never quite worked and I ended up doing the farmer's market in Sudbury. Um, one thing led to another so I now, I still only bake once a week to try and make it so that it really is still for me it's a joy and it's a delight to bake bread um, but I do Sudbury Farmers Market I've done Melford and Colchester and now this is my first time at Lavenham the other thing that I also do is um, I supply a local pub well I don't actually supply the pub I supply the customers of the pub and the pub itself is, is the bell in Castle Headingham has kind of become just a hub where people can come and collect their bread whilst hopefully stopping off and having a beer and helping the, the pub along the way. So there, there's kind of a really good community feel there. And, uh, I mean, if there's anything left from here today, it goes back to the Bell. And then anybody, the customers of the Bell can take it and we put the money into a charity pot for St. Helena Hospice. So, you know, it's, it's one of the things I'm actually really proud of. In, I've been doing this for two and a half years and I've only had to throw away three loaves of bread. Um, and they went to the farm behind where I live to feed the pigs there and then we actually bought some of the pork so kind of it keeps the, it keeps the cycle going pubs for me are just massively important particularly for the rural communities that they serve and anything that we can do to enable them to sort of broaden that broaden the offering they've got so more people will just think it's a natural thing to do to go to the pub for me is a really important thing um, we love the local area. We've been supported um, thoroughly by uh, you know all the, the pe local people. So um, yeah, feel very blessed, very blessed indeed. Our customer base has changed slightly over the years. I think when we took this on, our customers were maybe slightly older. We see younger people coming to the markets now. We see younger families coming to the markets now, and they're shopping at the markets because I think we've probably done a full circle and people now uh, want to experience meeting the producer, which is something you're never going to get at a supermarket. <laughs> Markets have been going since the beginning of time because people like to gather. Um, they're places for people to, to sit and chew the fat and always have been. So... I believe that they will always, always be in existence. There'll always be a marketplace. There'll always be a place where people go. Um, and I think, you know, we're starting to see ourselves recover again. And I think we'll go from strength to strength again. I think they're really important. I think markets are really important. I think they're essential. And I think uh, maybe possibly in rural areas, uh, that might be even... That might be even more the case. They're essential places for people to go where people know they're going to see the same people each month. If they don't go anywhere else in a the month, they'll go to the market. Um, and we definitely uh, see that at the markets all the time.
I'm Jo Kendrick and I own the White Candle Company which is based around the corner in um, Lavenham Studios off of the Brent Ely Road and I've only been there since February but I've been running the business for I'm just going to my eighth year to my mind this is the best market this is the one that I would never ever ever give up I love it and the fact that I'm working around the corner as well but um, it's just so well supported and people just put it in their diary and they just treat it as part of their of their monthly events to do really people would rather pay and know that they've got something that's been produced locally so yeah it's, it's very important and I always support support everyone as in obviously I use Ian's wax um, and we all do that we all Sarah does my lunches for my workshops so when people come to learn then, then she provides all the lunches so it's, it's just a lovely environment to be in and uh, yeah and I think people appreciate that I guess the roots of it being of the towns being market towns or villages being market villages is important because as you said it's there's a legacy there there's a history there um, and no matter how far back that goes, I guess that's indicative of a, a love and a passion uh, for food, for, for produce. Um, we're surrounded in this part of Suffolk by some of the most amazing small-scale producers, uh, as well as large agricultural businesses, but we have an, an awful lot of very small-scale artisan producers in this area. And, and, and even aside from that, we have an awful lot of wild produce. So, you know, so the hedgerows are dripping with food. Um, and so I guess all of those things mean that the area is, is right for produce. Um, so you're not biting anything because it's a kind of natural process, if you like. You know, our markets now, we have over 30 producers heading sometimes sort of towards 40 at times who kind of all come together with a kind of abundance of produce I mean it's the markets are rich in that produce and to know that all of that has come from within that area um, it's quite a special feeling really and I think you know I'm proud of that I'm really proud of it There's fantastic rare breeds in terms of meat production being produced in the area. There's, we've now got um, wine, we've got fantastic um, vineyards springing up. We're in an area where we've always grown a lot of produce and long may that continue. I think the uniqueness. You can have, you can go off to one area and find you've got a flower. You go off another area and you find they've got a gin. You've got a beekeeper in one area and you've got another person making cushions in another. I mean, the, 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 the diversity within the Star Valley area is, is so, so broad. And you've got all these small localised businesses that crop up. It, they're just a complete untapped reservoir of craft, just pure and utter uniqueness. It's fantastic. I think it's just a lovely part of the world to be in. I think it's country-based cooking, actually. You know, I had to really think about that. It's, you know, we have a, a, a really good food culture here, you know, and I've met some really, really good cooks around here. I, we have got a very, very 
good amount of people here that can cook very well, I think. And also, the produce that comes off the land here is very good as well, you know? The, the market trader, the, whole, the, the retailer, have got to offer an experience. There is no experience in going to the supermarket. You go, you pick it off the shelf, whether it's a loaf of bread or a punnet of strawberries, you put it on the conveyor belt and you're lucky if you get a good morning. And then you go, you, you go to the butcher, he asks your well-being, and he tells you about the punnet of strawberries that were grown five miles up the road. He tells you about the pork chop, he, you know, where it was grown. You, you, the, 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 the market trader, the, the butcher has got to offer that experience that you, you don't even mind queuing up because you're looking at his, all his lovely produce and you can hear him talking about it. There's, there's a real sense of um, um, understanding and pride in his shop. You don't get that in Sainsbury's and Tesco's. The market trader has got to know about his produce and he's got to enjoy selling it and give the customer the experience of, of um, shopping, whatever it might be you're buying. I don't want you to go to the supermarkets, is I suppose what I'm trying to say, you know? They're, they have their place in society, the supermarkets, but the local markets are very, very important. And when they go, you'll miss them. It's like, you, you know, it's not a nice expression, but, you know, use it or lose it. We're still here, we're hanging on, <laughs> we need you. Well, Stile Valley is, is very, very unique, especially with its flower and fauna and its wildlife. I just think it's just such a lovely, unknown, untapped area. Uh, it's just a lovely part of the world. Localised, small villages, unique landowners, unique farmers, they look after the environment. They put a lot back into it as well as, you know, they have to kind of take, you know, crops, you know, produce crops. But I just think it's phenomenal. You know, what a beautiful part of the world to be in and have just like-minded producers around you. It's fantastic. Can't ask for more. The beautiful Stur Valley landscape not only has fabulous views, it also provides the perfect grazing landscape for farming and supports our many high-class local farms and field-to-fork establishments. Visitors can discover lots of edible delights throughout the valley and endless opportunities to enjoy delicious and seasonal local produce. Our collection of three food trails will inspire you to explore the area from farm shops to cafes, markets to producer businesses.